0: One of the most important parts of your worship services is your screen. Think about it. Everyone in your congregation looks to your screen for song lyrics, sermon notes, announcements, and scripture. It's a big deal. To keep your screens looking their very best, look no further than Church Motion Graphics. CMG has all of the eye-catching worship backgrounds, sermon and announcement slides, countdown videos, and more to bring your screens to life. Head over to churchmotiongraphics.com now to find your next great look.
1: Welcome back to the Technology and Worship podcast, where we talk everything technology. And by we, I mean myself, Benji Zatorius, and my good buddy, Eric
0: Coleman.
1: <laughs> I did Benji, it. Benji, you did it. I started the podcast. Woo! It's pretty funny because I think just about every episode you've started and I always end. And it just, we never talk about it. It just flows that way. But here we are at the round table. <laughs> i feel like i'm talking like you
0: yeah well that's kind of what you have to do is oh. you have to take that spot you know yeah the opening spot yep uh this is where you say hey what you've been up to this week?" <laughs> oh yeah just so, so you
1: know so eric uh so what have you been up to this week well benji or two weeks or three weeks
0: yeah well that's the interesting part we did record secrets out of the bag we recorded like two episodes in advance we did so we haven't seen each other in like two weeks it's been a while yes um as far as life and church and ministry stuff kind of the same old we're in january well now we just entered february yeah, we're in February insane. now.
1: which i uh, can't wait to get out of
0: winter yeah But we have started to talk about Easter, but we can save that for a future Mm, episode. Yes. That's kind of been starting to ramp back up. I had a guy, just a random tangent that I definitely didn't tell you yet, but I had this old, older ATEM 1ME switcher. Mm -hmm. And that thing just is loud as all get out. Mm. Um. And in particular, one of the fans was like just destroyed and Uh, loud. So And we haven't been using it because we got a 2ME switcher in the main room and then everywhere else has been fine. But I just was looking at this like solid piece of equipment. I was like, we can get that back up and running and not have it be ridiculously loud and Mm -hmm. stuff. So I did go ahead and purchased like the super quiet fans yeah and i have a guy on he's not really on my team but he's like attends our church it's just great with small electronics like does his own like has builds like large model trains and like that kind of thing and like 3d printing and i just learned he also has a laser cutter like that kind of hobbyist guy nice he took it home
1: tore it apart tore it fixed apart it.
0: fixed it brand new fans nice super quiet now nice so what are you gonna do with that now well i think i'm gonna sell it <laughs> yeah i was gonna say you probably don't need <laughs> I it. i don't actually need it and i was looking at them they're they're still going for like 2700 yeah. new yeah and i was like well i could probably sell it for two
1: maybe i don't
0: know I don't know either. If anyone is listening you're looking, and they're
1: like, hey, I really need a good deal on a Blackmagic ATEM 1ME switcher, now you know a guy that's got one.
0: Yeah, and I have the panel to go along with it. That would be oh, a separate sale as well. A whole package deal. But if you're looking for a package dealio, there you go. Nice. There you but go. yeah, I kind of wanted to get it more functional. Yep. I didn't want to... like. Showing someone that and plugging it in and screeching at them, I feel like that would lower (laughs) Uh, the dollar. No thanks, I don't
1: want it. I gotta wear, uh, but it works fine.
0: And now it's like super quiet. It's nice, amazing, nice. So that was cool. Also, just like I've had an ongoing relationship like with this guy as far as like him doing projects for our team and helping out but like there was like a period of time where he wasn't really involved. So this was kind of cool to like get him back in, bring bring him back into the circle, small little thing, but got to have some conversations and it was good. Nice. Oh, what else? Um, Regular ministry stuff, weekend services, youth group talent show that was in there. Mm. Um, We had a guy dressed like Napoleon dynamite. That was amazing. Um, then we had another guy follow up Napoleon Dynamite and show off his nunchuck skills.
1: Well, that's always natural. Yeah.
0: So that was just really fun. Nice. So a lot of little fun projects, I guess, is kind of what I've been up to. Nothing major. Nothing too crazy. Nah. Nice. Um, but you took a trip. We did. And, We've always talked, We well, we frequently have talked about your Yamaha M7CL yes. on this podcast. Yes. So I the was never
1: just... never-ending, never-dies Yamaha M7CL. So
0: I guess I was just, uh, I know that your trip and that board kind of coordinated. It went
1: together. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I guess I was looking for a little bit of a, a story and update. Yeah, on. so
1: the M7CL... Was our main board. Then it went into storage. We took it out of storage, used it for broadcast. Then we put it back into storage because now we're running Pro Tools for our broadcast mix. And I decided, well, I probably should sell it. And so I put it on Facebook Marketplace and I sold it. Uh, But
0: it was sitting there for a long time, Yeah.
1: I just basically put it out there and I got uh, a lot of hits right away. But... Just from my uh, heart and brain, I felt like a lot of them were scams. So I basically ignored all of them (laughs) Mm. because nobody was nobody was like
0: using wisdom.
1: Yeah, they were like either like broken English or I click on their profile and they don't really have a Facebook profile. I'm like, "Mm, okay, I'm going to I'm going to ignore you. But then uh, I don't know. It's probably been on there for like. Six months or maybe longer. I don't know. And finally, someone wrote me, like, is this still available? I'm like, it is. And I found his profile and I'm like, okay, you look legit. And he goes, will you ship it? And I said, no. He goes, okay, well, it needs to go to Miami. And I'm like, oh, well, I can't help you. Sorry. And he said, okay, well, let me see if I can find a shipping company that will come pick it up from you. And all that. And I said, okay, fine. He goes, do you have a box? And I said, no. And, uh, so he found us, he found a company and then he got a quote and he's like, like a day later, he's like, uh, this company seemed kind of sketchy. So I'm going to find another company. And then my wheels started turning a little bit. I said, okay. Uh, how much, if you don't mind me asking, how much were they charging you to ship it from, from here to Miami? He goes, It was like 500 and something dollars. I'm like, okay, I will deliver it to you for 700. That seems fair. Yeah. So I looked up like gas mileage in my truck, how many miles it would take that type of thing. And I'm like, I'll do it for 700. Then it won't go through like a shipping company and who knows what will happen to it. So it'll be in better care. And he goes, Oh, well I still need it in a box. And I said, oh, uh, well, I don't have a box. But then I'm like, I don't. Not that long ago, I remember seeing the original box. The original box. In our building from like, I don't know, 15 years ago or something when we bought the thing. And so I wrote him. I said, give me a day or two because he was ready to contact another company for shipping it. So give me another day till I get in the office. Let me see if I've got it. Sure enough. I found the original box for it, Whoa! which is not a small box. I mean, that no, was, those are big boxes. Yeah, but I found it and I shot him a picture. I said, I got it. He goes, sweet. And he sent me 700 bucks. And then I decided, okay, well, let's make a family, a little mini family vacation out of it. We unwinterized our camper and went down to Florida, <laughs> delivered the sucker came back. We stayed there for a couple of days and then came back and here we are. Did it deliver to a port? Uh to yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I had to take it to uh a port in Miami. Wow. Cuz it was leaving the country. Wow. Yes. So that's why it needed to be in a box. Okay. So, cause at first I was like, oh, I'll just put it in the back of my truck. I've got a cover on my, tr- on my truck. I don't need the box. He doesn't need to worry about paying a company to box it and ship it. And he's like, well, it's actually going out of the country. Uh, so it's going to a port, which then it needs to be in a box. And I said, well, can they box it there? And he goes, no, they don't do that. And I said, okay, well, let me see if I can get a box or find a box.
0: So how was that process? Cause like I've never delivered something to a port. Um, do you just show up at like some door? So
1: he gave me like all the shipping, uh, labels and all that, that I just had to print and stick to the box. Okay. He gave me the address of where I was supposed to deliver it to. And I backed into the dock. Okay. And there was very little, uh, communication because they basically did not speak English. Mm-hmm. And so I used a little Google translate and... Showed him the box and they came in. Goodbye. They they came with a forklift, put it on a skid, and took it away. Well, hopefully uh, he got it. I drove off. (laughs) So Uh, we'll see. If anything sounds
0: sketch, that sounds a little (laughs) sketch.
1: It was uh, 100% sketch, but it was also a lot of fun, too. So Mm. we made a little, little mini family vacay out of it. So. And it got got me an excuse to get out of winter for a week.
0: Yeah, I'm very jealous. So you and I used to take a regular trip in yes. January
1: to Anaheim. I we've gone to California. My wife and I took a cruise. I always try to schedule somewhere warm to go somewhere warm, usually in January because I usually I just hate January. Just get a little bit of a breather from just a little bit
0: Illinois cold.
1: Yep, yep. But so that was our uh, week. So more exciting was, than it mine. Was, it was pretty fun. It was but fun. it was a long drive with three kids and a dog and my wife and me and a truck and a camper and kayaks and the whole uh, nine yards.
0: I I am a little surprised because it didn't seem like you were going to unwinterize your
1: camper at first, at least. No, you're going to leave it. The original plan was we would just get a hotel and yeah. do it that way. And then I'm like, we didn't buy this ca- Camper. Now, yes, it is winterized, and it's in the in the middle of winter here, but I'm like, I didn't buy a camper to let it sit and then go sleep in a hotel bed. I bought the camper so we could sleep in our own bed, basically. There you go. So we underwinterized it, and then got it back and rewinterized it, and now it's in surge it again. that all worked out? Uh, maybe. We'll see. Oh. It was like uh, 12 degrees when we pulled into the driveway, so... Perfect. Unfortunately, I was not able to get all the water out, I don't think, because it was very Frozen. cold. But I got most of the water out. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Could be an, an, another adventure when I pull it back out again. But there you have it. Well, that's a quick uh, l- little update from us. A little quick. Yep. Eh, that's pretty quick. Yeah. So what are we talking on today?
0: Today... No, that's what I ask you this time, I think, because you started the podcast, I think. (laughs) No, I guess I can do it. Yeah, you can do it. I'll just do it. (laughs) Everything's out of order. (laughs) Today, we're going to kind of talk about building team morale Mm -hmm. um, as far as on the production side of things, just because, honestly, especially in the winter, things can be, you know, a little dreary. Mm-hmm. And that Depending can affect, on where you are.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry. Florida had the sun shining. All right. I get into Illinois and it was cloudy. Yeah.
0: I didn't leave Illinois. So, <laughs>
1: yes. But anyways. Here in Illinois. Yes.
0: And just anywhere. Yep. Things can, you know, weather can impact it. Life can impact it. Yep. So, how do you keep team morale on the up and up? Yep.
1: I also think, obviously, we're a month into the year, but it's a good time to like kind of restart refresh. And like, if you've been uh, lacking in this area in previous years, it's a good time to just start that up again and go forward and get that going, say before Easter and before the crazy summer and all that fun stuff.
0: So I'll just kick things off Mm -hmm. right away. And I do believe, and I know that you would believe the same that this starts with leadership As far as, like, the production leader, whoever's leading the team. Yep. Like, if they're not in it to win it, and if if you're not walking in necessarily with how you want your team to walk in... Yep. Then what's going to... Like, why would the team kind of lead that versus you leading that? Yep.
1: I also think... Another step further, though, it comes from the leadership of the church. It does. How they respond as a staff and work together and lead and uh, friendships and all that stuff then comes down to production leadership, which then trickles down to your volunteer team of the production team. So, yeah, I think it's, it's super important to lead how you want your team to be led. Be led, and how you want your team to uh, communicate with each other and all that type of stuff. So, on that note, what
0: are some of the values that you have as you lead that you want the team to mimic?
1: Mm, yeah. I would say for me, I, no matter what, I try to never show frustration. About anything.
0: Never show frustration. Never. If you're frustrated, does it look like a deadpan then? Or does it look like,
1: <laughs> hi, I, I'm
0: excited to I, be here. I
1: don't... Sorry. I, uh, fru- frustrated as far as like uh, during rehearsal, something goes wrong, last minute change, whatever it might be, I don't show frustration in those types of things. I always try to have a smile on my face. Um and be excited about whatever it might be. I think that then also bleeds easily to the team. So they like, you know, something happens, they don't get frustrated or upset or triggered or anything like that because well, me as the leader, I'm not doing that, so why would they do that? And if they start to appear to like they're going to be frustrated, I'm just I always like shoot that down right away like hey it's all good like there's nothing wrong like we'll figure this out no big deal versus oh man then man this sucks like i don't know what we're gonna do this, i mean oh this this darn worship team or why did they we always this change thing? this or they always change that or oh man they're they're doing it again or oh this computer doesn't work oh this is so terrible i wish we just had a better computer or i wish we had more money to buy another computer like that I never communicate anything like that to any volunteer. So therefore they don't, don't do exp- that. They don't experience it. So they would almost be like the odd man on the team if they started doing it yeah. because no one else is doing it. So I think that's one. You got one? I got one. And it's more,
0: we need to dive into it on a future episode, but building the bridge between like the production and the worship team, even just making sure that that's a good cohesive relationship because similarly how you're saying you don't want to experience frustration, whether that's with gear or with a person, but you want that to be like a no, no, you know, like we're, we're one team. We may have two different departments, but production is working hand-in-hand with those who are on stage. We're just separated by a bunch of seats.
1: Yeah. Yeah, hopefully in the next couple weeks, we're hoping, we're going to get uh, our worship pastor uh, on, and we're going to talk about that, how to bridge that gap between the tech team, the production team, and the worship team, vocalists, and all that. So,
0: But, yeah, one way to build the morale of the team in the booth, if we're kind of just honing in on that area is I still believe it's part of it is to like have a relationship with those on the platform. I mean that's the yep. whole thing. That's yep. kind of what I just said too. But to build that like on in the back and the booth area, like it's gotta cross over to the stage as well. Yep. Like it's it's just a very And flow-y again,
1: like I said And the staff start start off to the how we started this podcast off is it still starts from the staff and the paid staff so whether you're the lead volunteer uh, on the production team or the tech team or you're on staff as the technical director production director whatever it is you need to have a good relationship and all that with your worship pastor or worship leader first you know so that is good and then that again trickles down to your volunteers so your volunteers and Volunteers on the production team and the volunteers on the worship team see, oh, my technical director and my worship pastor have a really good relationship, and they seem to like always get along and never argue and whatever. That then grows onto the volunteers to then have a good relationship from the production team to the band. It all stems from from leadership and just trickles down from there. But yeah, it's it's super important to have that relationship tied super tight and good and all that stuff.
0: I've got another one. Okay. Having a yes attitude is kind of what I'm thinking here.
1: Mm, I always say no.
0: I didn't. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I can go home now.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But
0: yes, in the sense of like the positive side of yeah. things. Yes. Like,
1: yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. Maybe instead of yes being the answer or the key word, it may be more of a, let's try to figure that out. Yes. Yeah. Vers- uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes, let's try to figure because, that out versus no, bye, like and just right, shutting, shutting it shutting down. Shutting it
1: down right away. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Uh, you don't want to be the person that's always barking orders or always saying no or crushing dreams or crushing ideas but you also need to be careful of saying yes because that can also get you into trouble if you're saying yes without doing the research of whatever you're, you might be saying yes to versus yeah that's a that's a totally cool that's that's a sweet idea let's see if that would work for us or let's try to figure that out or you know something along those lines of let's work towards it it's not a guaranteed yes it Still might not yeah. happen, but let's try to, let's work together and figure that out.
0: And then when I think of like that triangle analogy of like, yes, but it's going to either cost money, take time yeah, or quality of work and yep. you can only choose two basically, Yeah, what do you want it to be? You know, do you want it to cost a lot of money, but take a shorter amount of time or do you want it to be quality work and yep. take more time? Yep or do you want quality and buy it at a quality price basically? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of unrelated, but (laughs) that kind of like, just like, yeah, but like, let's see how this works in our
1: context. Yeah. Uh, one that I've got is I always try to have a relationship with my team outside of work. Always. Or serving. You got to. Um, now, obviously those relationships, uh, are going to be different from person to person. Cause I've got, you know, I've got junior hires all the way up to people that are retired male, female, li- like I've got the whole, the whole spectrum of people. So obviously I'm not going to go, uh, hang out with a six year old woman, you know, somewhere. So that relationship is going to be different, but you still should have some sort of connection relationship outside of them just pushing, a space bar or them running sound or them running a camera. I'm pretty active on Facebook and most of my team is pretty active on Facebook. So, you know, I'll comment on a post that they have, or I'll see that they just got back from Miami or something. So the next time that they serve, I'll, Hey, how was your trip? Like, how was that? Or they're out of town for work. Hey, how's work going? I saw that you were in wherever San Diego. Notice I'm saying things that are warm south and warm. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, it's it's having a relationship or a connection that, you know, you're not going out and hanging out with that person, but you're able to have a friendship outside of pushing a space bar and mo- pushing a fader and running a camera. I think that goes a long ways. It as goes well.
0: so long. It's amazing how just some of those like, even in my story that I told earlier about just this guy that yep. used to kind of do some projects with like, and I can see the result of that period where we kind of weren't talking. Mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily like leading that to be what it can be kind of thing. Yep. So as the leader, you got to take initiative on that yep. most of the time. Yep. But yeah, it's, it's very important uh, I, face. I, go ahead. Well I was just going to say Facebook's a great tool, Instagram, social media stuff yeah. like that. We kind of also have a chat group essentially. Yep. Just to kind of keep things whether that's you need to actually inform people of something in advance of what's going on or just keeping it a little bit light. Yeah. And just saying like hey, it's Tuesday afternoon, what are you doing? Yep. Like
1: Yeah, we use Slack for our team communication, so we've got different channels based on you know, sound and video and ProPresenter and all that stuff. But then we have, like, obviously the general and the random channels that uh, can get pretty random at times. Yeah. But that creates fun and... uh, Builds the morale. Builds the morale. So uh, one last thing I was going to say about that is uh, I always try to uh, personally text my team on their birthdays. Nice. uh, Versus the whole, well, everyone's saying happy birthday on Facebook. Uh, So I'll see on Facebook, oh, it's John Doe's birthday today. And I will go shoot them a text instead of a Facebook post that they may or may not see, but obviously a a text, hopefully they'll actually see that one. Whether they respond or not, I don't care. But at least they hopefully get a more personalized uh, communication way versus a Facebook post. That's
0: a great tip. Yeah, because... It doesn't take that much longer. You can get, no. you, you can you can get your information and do your investigation. Because
1: usually it's always on the same device. I'm on Facebook on my phone, and I'm like, yeah. oh, it's John Doe's birthday. I swipe up, go to text, type John Doe, happy say Happy birthday. birthday. It's like ten more. How seconds. was your trip to San Diego? Yeah, like yeah. So yeah, that's
0: great. I'm gonna go with what I believe is tried and true, and. This is going to win.
1: <laughs> I cannot wait.
0: Have a meal together.
1: Ooh, a meal together. Yeah, yeah. Some
0: sort of just, whether that's an official meeting or or not, but yeah. have like a team meeting meal thing Yeah, where you can gather, you've done some barbecues.
1: Yeah. I was literally just going to say. Oh, I know. I'm stealing your thunder here.
0: <laughs> 'Cause you were gonna forget about it. No nope, I wasn't. Oh, okay. You have had some barbecues, we've had some just hangouts at different team members' homes. Yep. But yeah, those just go so well. There's usually not like an official agenda per se. Yes. But that's correct. Different ideas come out of that because everyone's there, they're techie usually, so yep. they or they've served on the tech team, so they have some sort of idea. Hey, what do you think about this? Would this make it better for
1: the team i try to always have at least one but i want to have more than one barbecue at my house where everybody everybody comes over i think it's super important to be able to get together outside of the church building and i and and obviously like my team is a lot bigger than just the ones that serve on one weekend. Right. So there's team members that might go months before they actually will serve together or, or know if each you're, other.
0: Yeah. Or if you're a new team member, you might not ever serve with that person. Yeah. For months. So, I
1: mean, I've got a big team and they only serve once a month. So by the time that rotation happens to maybe, uh, come together where they serve together again, could be months. So, I always try to get everyone together at my house. Uh, I cook all the food, and if if conversation of tech comes out of it, that's fine. There's, but I try to like let's not talk that. Let's talk family and and relational type talking. I got a bags game, so they'll play bags. Like, let's just have fun and not worry about. Oh, that the pro presenter didn't want to advance to whatever last weekend, or that microphone didn't work two weeks ago. Have you found a problem or a fix for that? That type of stuff. Uh, I think it's super, super fun and cool. And everybody loves it. And I like grilling. So, <laughs> yeah, why not?
0: <laughs> make so, some good wings. I, uh,
1: I can make a pretty nasty wing, nasty in a good way.
0: I have another one. Okay. And I'm not doing this one. You're doing a lot more than I am. No, I, I just said I'm not doing this one.
1: No, but you're you're having oh, more giving, ideas than me. Oh. But go
0: ahead. It was my topic idea. I'll throw that, that out there. That is true. Um, I'm not doing this currently, but I would love to do this. Mm, interesting. Outside of, yes, having more meals. Like, that's always a good. Yes. That's a good plan. Plus Food. Doesn't, who doesn't like, like food. that's what i'm saying tried and true yep but alternatively another good idea to build team morale team apparel
1: yeah. yeah
0: yeah i don't have
1: it i do
0: i don't have it but i've seen the impact of it on your team yeah people walking in with some confidence and yeah. like just like hey i'm on
1: your team you're, giving them you're a little on more my ownership. team like they're a big deal yeah they're a big yeah. deal
0: So I want to do that this year and make that a a bigger deal than it has been. We we got some like general apparel this last end of year, but I want to hone in and
1: make the production. Mission uh, is very big in apparel. Yes, we we always I shouldn't say always, but for a very long time we have been very big on apparel. As I talk, I'm wearing a mission long sleeve shirt and a mission hat. I'm gonna stop there. That's all I'm wearing as far as mission stuff. But uh, that's I don't it. have socks or pants yeah. all right. Anyway, so uh yeah. I believe other than like youth trips and big like camps and things like that, I believe the production team was the first uh ministry that started with like team shirts outside of like a camp and just general apparel type stuff. And I started that, uh, oh man, it's been a while now, probably four, pro- no, probably longer than that, five or six years ago, probably. I just started with black shirts that said, uh, uh, well, back then it was Manuka Bible Church. So Manuka Production, Production, I think, or something like that. And uh, at first, everyone was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. And then I went to hoodies. The, like the next winter, I think, or something like that. Then I've done beanies and hats. We've had a name change. I've done t-shirt, more t-shirts. And now since it's winter here, in case nobody got that from the earlier part of the podcast, uh, we're back to sweatshirts now, or crew necks, I think, is the official term mm. of them. And who doesn't like free clothing? I love it. Right? So and it feels like oh i'm i'm like i'm part of the team because i have a shirt now and i match john doe that's also wearing the same shirt when he serves as well so um yeah that i think that is is good yeah and now like since then like the worship team has gotten shirts uh, other departments other, and other ministries. ministries have gotten gotten shirts so it's Yeah, it's pretty fun.
0: I'm not doing that right now, and I want to. For us, it's a cost thing, but I'm kind of like at the point where we're just doing it.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, the more you order, the cheaper per shirt. But obviously, the yeah, the the price is more because you're ordering more shirts, but you get them cheaper. But yeah, I love that one.
0: I had something on the note. Oh, I wanted to mention that I've been wearing. Just kind of random side tangent as well. I have been wearing for, like, the last three months, maybe, um, the same black jacket Mm -hmm. every weekend. Mm -hmm. So I picked up, like, a soft shell coat that's black, but not branded. Like, it doesn't have any logo or anything on it at all. But basically, I've been leaving that at the church i put it on for services so i can kind of come in wearing whatever i want in a way yeah but then i just put on my black coat yeah zip it up yeah and so I, i'm just saying that because like i've felt more official even in my own role sure doing that versus just showing up in like a standard black t-shirt yep. or um whatever i was yep. wearing that day i
1: also any any time that you're serving in a role that you may happen to have to go on stage, especially during service. Obviously like our shirts are all black. We all, I always give them a black shirt. I don't give them like a bright yellow shirt. Oh, you should re- do that. Production on it. Uh, but anytime that construction, they, they, yeah, they may have to go on stage. Like they have to wear black no matter what. So whether that's our front of house guy, if you're on front of house or if you're on roaming camera, or any camera, you're basically wearing black. So the black shirt that we provide obviously helps Helps, us. Yeah. So,
0: and that's kind of where I've liked the jacket for myself. Yeah. Is, um, I don't have to necessarily go on stage either often, like during the service. Sure. But if I ever did have to, you never or, know. Or I've had an instance where someone came in and was doing the table and they were wearing a bright shirt. Yep. I was like, here. Borrow my jacket kind of thing. Yep. That it's just the jacket has been really nice. That's nice. kind of where I'm going with this. I need to brand my own jacket, <laughs> but I also would like to do some sort of apparel for the team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because no, it builds morale. It's it's, I've it's seen a good it, thing. It's it's effective. It's it's tough to swallow, you know, uh whatever, a five hundred dollar bill or eight hundred dollar bill, you know, for shirts, but it it makes a big deal. It's cool. Uh, one thing that I always try to do, and I kind of mentioned it or hinted uh, early on, but I don't think I officially said it, is always lead with a smile on my face. Smile, smile. I kind of hinted at it with the whole like frustration or or the lack thereof, or don't show that. Um, but just always having a good attitude and have a smile on my face. I always try to joke with everybody. Uh, hopefully, not offend anybody, but. I am kind of offensive, so <laughs> whoops. Whoopsie. But uh I always try to joke with people, have a good time. We're our team serves for the entire weekend, so you know, it's Saturday and Sunday. It can make for a long weekend, especially by the time we hit that last service on Sunday. And a lot of times like people just want to go home and so I try to like boost that up with some fun and stuff like that. It makes a big deal, I think. So, it really does. Yep. Yeah. Uh, another one I do is for most of my team, I would say most of my team, when I see them, like first thing, whenever they come in for usually on Saturdays, sometimes Sundays, but it's it's usually Saturdays when they come in, I always try to either give them, usually it's a high five. Like, boom, how's it going? How's your day? How's your work? How's everything? How's school? Um, we always try to build in doesn't take long, five or 10 minutes before rehearsal starts to just talk. So unless they show up late, I always will ask them like, hey, how's it going? Before we before do anything. anything, before I show them the order of service, before I show them, here's how the board is laid out. Here's how pro Presenter is laid out. Before any work is talked about, it's always a high five and how's it going? what's new, how's work, how's school, how's vacation, whatever it is that maybe I saw on Facebook. So again, building that relationship outside of work, Work because they're not there to serve you. They're there to serve the church. Yes. So, and you're there to serve the church as well. So let's have relationship with those people before work.
0: What a nice bow tie to close this episode. <laughs> I think, yeah, if you break it down, it really does come down to building relationships with your team um, and having food together. Food. And just, like, getting to know the people you serve with. Yeah. Grow, grow together in your learning of yep. the technology.
1: And when people are not currently serving on your team and you, well, you always need more volunteers. You can never have enough volunteers. Um, But from the outside, if they see that the production ministry or the worship band ministry is having a really fun time together, whether that's on weekends or they might see pictures on Facebook of a barbecue in my backyard or whatever it might be, They might want to be a part of that. Like, Oh yeah, that group, like that ministry, that team looks really fun to be on. I have no idea how to run a camera or a computer or run sound,
0: but I want to be a part, but I want to
1: be a part of it. And that might help people like, well, help you grow your team better. Um, when people from the outside are like, that's a cool team. They always have fun together. They're always laughing or smiling or whatever it might be.
0: And that did make me think of something else slightly related. If you, let's just say you lose someone on your team for a season, as far as like, maybe they're too busy to serve, but they can still come to like a service or whatever at your church, or, you know, maybe it's just not the right fit for them, whatever it is. Like I still try to maintain that relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you don't know, maybe they just had like a couple of bad weeks, and they're like frustrated them uh, themselves yep. about like the production side of it, but also just like to communicate, like no, like you're not just like a tool that I'm using. Yep. Like I still want to build this relationship with you.
1: Yep. Whether Again, you're on the team or not. Yep. Again, they are there to serve the church, not you.
0: Well, thanks for listening to this podcast. We definitely missed some things that could build team morale. So please tell us, what do you think would build team morale? Um, And write us on Instagram and give us a question as well.
1: How do they find us on Instagram, Eric?
0: We are located at Technology in Worship
1: Podcast. That's right. Technology in Worship Podcast. Be sure to like and follow us there. And message us if you have any questions. So we, we've started a new thing where uh, if you have questions, shoot us a message and we will address that live on our podcast. Live. We will not discuss them ahead of time. So it'll kind of be like a, a blind question and see what kind of answers come out of that. So uh, if there's something that you don't know how to do something or we've talked about stuff and you're like, you just have more questions about that. Or other ideas, shoot us a message, and we will uh, we'll talk on a future episode later. Bye. Wouldn't it be great if you could just snap your fingers, and immediately you'd get people more involved at your church? Picture it: people would press in during worship; they'd be fully focused during the, your sermons, and they would be excited to hear announcements. This is the wish of many churches because we all know the struggles of getting the attention of our community. That's where our friends at Church Motion Graphics can help. CMG equips churches with a large library of eye-catching graphics for worship, sermons, announcements, and more that will help you get attention and move your community forward in their faith. With just a few clicks, your church can start looking great, reaching more people and getting more involvement than ever. Head over to churchmotiongraphics.com today.